This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the World Championships on the Big Island. Welcome back onto this edition of the Kona Edge. Thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget, if you do enjoy the podcast, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a, a review and a rating uh, on iTunes, it just helps us uh, get out in front of more people and more triathletes and uh, just like you. But we head back to California now for a returning guest to talk some swimming, Kathy Winkler. Kathy, welcome back on. Nice to touch base again. Thank you, Brad. Kathy, let's talk swimming. Uh, out of the three disciplines, what's, uh, which one would you say is your strongest? Which one's your weakest? I would say definitely the bike is my weakest. Swimming or running would be my strongest. I grew up with a swimming background, but once you start to train for all three, that quickly became a lot slower than it used to be. Your girls are, are pretty good swimmers as well, so it, it, it must run in the family. It does run in the family. My girls now could leave me for dead anytime <laughs> we're in open water. <laughs> it's... I would try and swim with them even when they were not even quite teenagers. And I'd be chugging along on a family vacation out in Lake Michigan. And they'd be swimming breaststroke or doing drills and going, so when are you going fast, Mom? And it would be so frustrating because I was going fast. <laughs> but they could quickly overtake me. Kathy, did you, as a, as a youngster, as a, as a child growing up, did, did you swim competitively? Or is this something that's sort of come late on in life? No, I did swim competitively. I started swimming when I was 10 and swam for our local team in the summers and started swimming year-round probably in college. In fact, my children swam for the same coach growing up. It was a nice family tradition with North Bay Aquatics. And then in college, I played water polo. It makes it makes a huge difference, sort of having that swimming background from from when you're young, just from a technique perspective, and and being comfortable in the water, particularly when you end up in a in a in a bit of a, a washing machine at on race day when when people are swimming over you. Perhaps you don't tend to panic. It it does help having that swimming background. Absolutely. In fact, this is one of those things where I think a lot of times, if you look at splitting up the three sports and how you're gonna spend your time training. The swim is such a small portion of it that it doesn't seem like you would want to spend a lot of your time on the swim. And I understand that, yet at the same time, even if your swim is not faster, if you get out feeling more comfortable and less drained, that's a huge advantage right there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that makes sense. No, ab absolutely. And, and that makes a ton of sense for the swim, but, but the same thing for the, the bike as well. It's, it's just getting off whatever discipline it is for the next one in, in as best shape as you can. And, and it, you, you, you're never going to win an Ironman in the swim, but you, you, you can lose it. If you go out and you, you feel like you're absolutely smashed by the time you get out the water, you're in for a long day. Correct. Yes. Kathy, as, as far as workouts in, in the water, what do you, what do you love doing? I think one of my favorite things is we are fortunate where I live. There is a private lagoon that's open water. And if you swim all the corners of it, it is about 2.4 miles. So that's one of my favorites in the summer when it's nice and warm is to jump off a friend's dock and just go swim open water where I, I know there's no large wildlife lurking there. Um, it's sunny. It heats up to 
you know, upper 70s in the lagoon. So it's warm and there's no lane lines, no turns, no nothing to look at. I don't know if that's always the fastest, you know, like makes me the fastest swimmer, but it's the most fun to go out and watch the houses go by as I swim along. And every now and again, you can see fish underneath you. They are not beautiful fish by any means, but they are fish. Um, so you're, you're not counting laps. You're, you don't have to think. You just are in your space. I love that. And as far as over the years, is there one or two things that you think you've done that have, has, has really impacted your swim and improved your swim over time? I think it's a, having a nice combination of doing workouts on the clock so you stay honest because it's very easy to just maybe try and do all your swims in the lagoon and you can you can be lazy. Um, so staying honest by having a couple workouts a week on the clock and then also getting a nice long swim in. So you have that just continual, um, long distance day where there is no stopping and resting and chatting with someone on the wall. Brilliant. Well, Kathy, that's uh, some great tips. Thanks for, for sharing those with us. Look forward to getting you back on to, to chat about your bike next time. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Get better on the bike. Register for our next free live online bike seminar. Get to the KonaEdge.com slash bike seminar now.